Derek and Steve present You Heard It Here Second. Welcome to You Heard It Here Second. I am Derek. And I am Steve. And we are back for episode number 176. Steve, how's it going? Derek, it's going well. We have it's an exciting well. episode for the people today. We do. We have a we do. new we're just segment. That. We do. <laughs> we do. And we, we have a guest. We yeah. have a new segment. Yep. We've got some things to share. I think it's going to be a good episode. Yeah, I agree with you completely. So I've uh, also heard that things are cold in Boston. Things are getting a little As chilly. Today. Yeah, today was under 40 today. And I think we had another that day uh, last week that Yikes. was under 40. It's been, under it's been going 40? up and down. Under 40. But, but like three days ago, it was like 75. And so it's like... You, I mean, you've obviously lived here. You know, you know the way it can cycle in this time of year. But I think, I think we are now done with those seventy plusers. I think we're done. Yep. I think we're into the cold. Now. I think you're you're um, in the forties now. So sorry, bud. And and you know, and now that fall, I mean, fall is. I like fall. Like fall's my one of my favorite seasons around here. Uh, even when it gets a little cold, I don't mind it. Come like I'm I'm I've always been about the four seasons, and I you love you know, pumpkin spice I, for sure. I, I you know pumpkin spice all that, but. <laughs> Now that I now that we're homeowners, these freaking leaves that are falling, dude, I've heard are the worst. Like I've got, we've got twelve bags full of leaves in the back that we need to bring out on the the yard waste collection day. And and since we bagged those leaves, there's the yards now covered again. So we're gonna need to bag oh, twelve gosh. more of them. And that's that's what being an adult is like, I guess. So there's gotta uh, be but, a better way to know. do leaves. <laughs> Do you rake well, them? Well, so you can leaf blow them. Yeah, we, we you can rake them, and we have a leaf blower, so like we can blow them into piles. But then you got to still put them in the bags, uh, unless you're gonna your you know yard. some people compost them. See, at the back of our yard, we do have like a wooded area, kind of that you know there's a lot of leaves there, so we could just throw them all back there. But like at some point, we can't do that, so we're <laughs> yeah. trying to at least bag up some of them. But uh, but anyway, so well, that's what happens owner, when it gets down into the 30s. home ownership sounds so. terrible, Derek. Yeah, it's you know it's it's got its ups and downs, so. That's why um, I don't own a home because of the leaves. That's what, that's what I say. Exactly. Right. <laughs> exactly. Um, so here we are for episode 176. Quick, uh, any, any shout outs or anything at the beginning you want to go to before we give the agenda here? Nope. All right. So quick uh, run through of what we're doing today. No, no shout outs for me. Um, we got uh, sports in the beginning, of course, relatively uh, short because we have a couple things within sports that are going to be offloaded to these other segments in the in the show. Uh, then section number two is the game show. So we're going to introduce that. Steve. We'll maybe show. just We'll maybe wait, uh, tease that a little bit. We'll come back to it at the end of the sports section and you can uh, introduce that. Then, of Good course, tease. we have slide into our DMs. We've got a lot of DMs today. We might not get to all of them time permitting, but we'll see. We'll see how far we get. Uh, and then a few random uh, miscellaneous pop culture topics. So uh, packed agenda. You ready to ready to get started? Let's rip it. Alrighty, so getting started with sports, Steve, we're revisiting a topic here on the first yes. bullet that you have talked about before and then had a sad ending where you couldn't talk about it anymore, and now it sounds right. like it might be back. Derek, we are so back. We are Let's back, go. baby. <laughs> sports betting is legal in Florida again, as of yesterday. There um, you go. So I probably should have been updating everyone on the legal battles as they happened in li- in real time. But long story short is in 2021, Florida legalized gambling, the Seminole tribe only, that you can gamble on Seminole land, there's yep. there's casinos, 
and they formed a compact with the governor, which is like an agreement, um, like a legal agreement. And basically, the, the compact said you can do, you can now do craps, and you can do roulette, t- certain table games, and sports betting, including online sports betting through your phone. There you go. And the question became, is it gambling on Indian land? Like, let's say Tampa is Indian land. If you're in Orlando and you're gambling from your phone, but the servers and all the employees and everyone in the operation who does the gambling, who who, who like sets up the Indian gambling yeah. uh, sports book, is in Tampa. Like that's where it is. But now you can do everything from your phone, so they just have an app. Yep. Is that? Are you ga- Are are you, is that? Are you are you gambling on Indian land? You know, basically, does that count? Should should everyone right. be able to sport to to sports bet? In Florida, because it's allowed on Indian land and the sports right. books on Indian land, and that's where the servers are, and that's where all the employees are, and, and et cetera. So there's this mm-hmm. big legal battle. It was shot down in 2021, reinstated recently. They um, legal jargon. They they motion for a stay. They they petition the Supreme Court. There's back and forth, back and forth. Finally, the Supreme Court denied the stay. There's still a few legal hurdles to um, to overcome, but mm-hmm. As of right now, sports gambling is legal through the Hard Rock app, through Seminole Hard Rock in Florida. For, and, and this is like the early beta. It's for those who actually put some money in mm-hmm. in 2021, which right. I did. So I'm back. <laughs> yes. And you've had this for there a while, so it's not as exciting, but no, I, hey, it, it, I, I talked about it on the pod when Boston got it. It was it was exciting. A lot of promos and stuff. And, and it was just like very <laughs> cool. And so to the other thing that I think is significant here, like so I you I, we've mentioned before, I've been to Vegas a couple of times for this learning conference that I've gone to um, three or four times now. I went to it again this year and this was the first time I went to Vegas that I had like no desire to bet on sports because mm-hmm. I can do it at home. Like, like I've, yeah. I've done it since we became legalized in Massachusetts. Right. Yeah. And from a, from a state standpoint, it's like that would be thrilling to a state because the revenue is going to the state instead of me spending it in Vegas when I go there. Right. Right. Um, and so that, that, I just thought that was interesting that I really like typically when I used to go to Vegas, he'd be like, Oh cool. I can like bet on, on the Celtics or whatever, you know? Right. And it's like, I didn't really have that urge cause, cause you can do it from your phone in your home state now. Um, cool. So, so yeah, so, so Florida's got it back and ready to go. So ready to go. And you and I are, nice. are riding together on a bet tonight. Yeah. Celtics yeah. with a few, few uh, parlays yep. there. So good luck to yep. us and good luck yeah. to all you gambling addicts out there in Florida. Exactly. And, and, and so Steve asked me for, you know, uh, I think the magic aren't playing tonight. Right. So, you, so you asked for, for yeah. some thoughts on, on a game and I directly disobeyed my advice to the listeners the last time I talked about sports betting, which is when I said, <laughs> yeah. stay away from parlays because parlays are the devil. Yes, but I almost thought the, that. The, but the payouts are, are fun. So, you know, that's what you go for, right? Because, you know, <laughs> yeah, like, you like you parlay, them, like, I, I, do I want to give you a Celtics money line, like, my, you know, minus 150? It's like you bet 20 bucks to make 10. Like, you know, do yeah. I want to give you that bet? Like, no, give you something fun, you know? So. So there you go. I mean, parlay it up. You're a walking contradiction. I've always known you to be <laughs> to have loose morals and and you know zero character and conviction. So that makes sense. So there you go. There you go. Uh, okay. So so that's that's quick update on sports gambling. Yep. Now we have a quick update on Major League Baseball. Yeah. The Rangers and the Diamondbacks played in the World Series. Mm-hmm. Derek, 
Tell me your thoughts about the Rangers versus the Diamondbacks World Series. That feels like a trap question um, because uh, I <laughs> didn't. Wo- no, 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 no. I, I mean, I know it wasn't. I. I uh, it's a trap given what we know about it. I, I, I will admit that I, de- I definitely paid more attention to the ALCS and NLCS than I did the World Series, and I don't know if that was. I don't know the reason. Like that have to be. I'd have to really figure out the psychology to understand the reason because, like, I am a sports fan, right? And I, yeah. I, I, I follow all the major sports. But for whatever reason, I don't end up watching the World Series very often unless my team is in it. Um, so long story short, I'm happy for the Rangers. Uh, I've always been a fan of Nate Evaldi, who was on the Red Sox, won the Red Sox last one. Mm-hmm. Uh, he you know, gets another ring uh, as one of the top pitchers this year for the Rangers. He was clutched throughout the playoffs, as he usually is. But I don't have a whole lot of thoughts uh, on what market-wise, I imagine, was not... Uh, a booming matchup between the Texas Rangers and the Arizona Diamondbacks. You are so. absolutely correct. This was actually, the Rangers Diamondbacks was the least watched World Series in history. There was ever. no World Series wow. that has ever, ta- um, on an average, had less viewers. And the second right, on average, yeah. is the COVID year with the Rays and the Dodgers. Um, right. And they averaged about like 9.5 million. Yeah, um, and then the, I think the average of this one was like eight point something, like pretty drastic, yeah. a million average less viewers. Mm-hmm. For the last ten years, I saw a chart. MLB's World Series viewership has dropped significantly. Like five mm-hmm. years ago, it was like twenty million, then fifteen million. Now it's like yep. last year, like the Phillies last year was ten million, the, the Dodgers ten million. But this is the least watched World Series in mm-hmm. ever. So it's yeah. small market teams, Diamondbacks are a small market team, not a lot of big storylines, similar Rangers. They're just not a perennial powerhouse, so they don't right. have the fan base. But I think it's a bad sign for the MLB. I also didn't watch any games. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think the games were very good. The Rangers beat the Rangers won four four games to one, mm-hmm. and the, the only right. close game was game one. Um, yeah. Everything else was either two runs or more and there were like there was a, like a nine to one win an 11 to seven win uh, the rangers won five to zero in the final you know just games yeah. that didn't really keep your interest um mm-hmm. so i i agree i don't know why i didn't watch it i think playoff baseball is awesome i love i'm i root for a small market team so i should want to root for other small market teams mm-hmm. um, i just didn't watch it i don't know why so i have a, a, a small anecdote that might speak to why fans don't watch this at the World Series level. And so the the only piece of this that I actually did have on was probably in like the eighth inning. The Rangers were winning the series, they leading the series 3-1 and they were leading the game by whatever you said 5 nothing was the final in game 5. Um uh, they were up like them, yeah. you don't have to check the what, final, they, they were up by a, the final game, yeah, game 5, 5 final nothing. game, yeah. So so I when I turned it on it was like 4 nothing I think in the eighth inning and I I I looked up in the top right corner where they have the series score. And I was like, Oh, like I said out loud, I said, Oh, Rangers are going to win the world series tonight. And, and Catherine was walking by in in the background and she, she laughed because she thought I was joking because she thought that it was a new baseball season. Like she, like she, she, like, like just like, like instinct in the moment, like obviously rationally, she thought about it for a second and knew that it wasn't a new baseball season. But the last time she was thinking about baseball was so long ago that she, she thought I was joking because obviously it's not the World Series because like right. I haven't paid attention to baseball in months. And I think it speaks to it. The baseball season starts in April. 
Like, yeah. And and at the end of October, like your team may not have been playing relevant baseball. For instance, my team hasn't been playing relevant baseball in four months. You know. Yeah. So Brutal. I, I think maybe not four. I guess three months. Maybe let's call it. And so for a lot of fans, like for a lot of fans, that's a big gap of time. And like they're like, well, now football's on and basketball's on and hockey's on. And like my team, I, my mind has not even been close to this sport in a long time. If if you if your team wasn't in it. Right. And if your team was in it, you're you might sting too much to still be watching it because you just got eliminated. Right. Yeah. So I, I think it's a perfect storm of that. And I think the length of the season is is a factor in why people aren't watching the World Series. But it's a little weird, too, because there was a huge jump this year in the beginning of the season. Yeah. Like, yeah, million like average way more viewers because of mm-hmm. the um the hype around the pitch clock changes and the rule change, like this, the bigger base. Like it, it's really weird to see how purely like talking about things and things getting momentum mm-hmm. Like baseball, no one watches baseball. I mean, the people who watch baseball watch baseball, but the fact that mm-hmm. rule changes that aren't that exciting boosted revenue and boosted ratings really early in the season, yeah. and then it faded. And MLB does a terrible job marketing itself, terrible job marketing its players. They really don't know how to get fans engaged. Mm-hmm. But that's purely like because of marketing. You know, like the change the rules again, and people freak out, and people will watch. It's weird that yeah. it, it doesn't really have to yeah. do with the the game or the teams or this or that it's just about Mm -hmm. keeping people's attention like i said like you said right yeah and i mean we talked in the beginning of the year with those new rules we talked about like oh we're really (laughs) like like, i think we mentioned like this is great and we're excited to see what it what how this translates in the playoffs like like we were like like are we gonna have like a pitch clock violation decide the world series right like like our mind was going to like what's the impact of this when the games get real serious and then despite all that and like Theoretically, and we were talking about right? it like we were talking about baseball yeah. at the beginning of the year a ton, you know? Yeah. And like theoretically, these games like they did shorten the game. The game isn't three and a half hours long. Like I could have tuned into the World Series and it's the same length as an NHL game. Like I like that part is still true. Like they succeeded in doing that. And yet people didn't tune in. So like uh, I shouldn't say people didn't tune in, but like on the scale of a World Series, people didn't tune in. Right. Yeah. Well, and like, so. It lost yeah. out to every like Monday night football game, like Sunday night, yeah. like every football game tripled the the ratings, mm-hmm. you know, like every single yeah. one. Um, and football's yeah. got a huge advantage. Obviously, it does that with everything. Football's the highest watched thing in America. But yeah, it's just when you it's have just, to compete yeah. against these massive sports. I don't know. It's it's weird. It's I really, love baseball, but yeah. I didn't watch it. Me, yeah. And that's where I find myself in a weird spot because like I don't think I would change a thing because like and I we said this before. I think we said this last time, like when your team is playing in those games, there's like nothing better. Like I don't like, there's nothing better than October baseball when your team's in it. Right. So here I am saying it's because it's so long and it's because it's in October, but like, I love it when my team's in it, but it's this really strange. And I think that more than any other sport, baseball fans are in this boat that like, I think the drop off from your own team being eliminated, I think is the biggest in baseball by a long shot, like by a long shot. Weirdly, as far as like, like engagement once point, your team like, is out. That the, you're, that's a good point. The love of the game and the sport itself yeah. is so much less in baseball. Mm-hmm. The love of your team is the yeah. same. Like everyone was, yeah. like, everybody loves your team. You'll watch them to the end of time. Like whatever, you watch every right. every night. But if your team's not in it, I think I agree that that's the it's the sport whose entertainment value 
drops significantly when it's yeah. not my team. Yep. Yep. Very true. Very true. Well, we solved it. So yeah, there it is. So we just figured there it you out. Go. There's just, the problem. Just just make just, uh, <laughs> just fix that. Just fix it. <laughs> just fix it. Um, so there you okay. go. Congrats to the Texas Rangers uh, winning. Congrats to the, the Texas World Rangers. Series. And their first one ever, I believe. Uh, first World Series championship. So, uh, well so done. There you go. Shout out, shout out, Rangers. Um, all right, last last topic here. I know you haven't followed this one very closely with Michigan and the sign stealing scandal, uh, but I'll give a very quick synopsis here because it's uh, kind of dominating the sub headlines of college football, not like the, the off field stuff in college football right now. It's dominating. So you know. Long story short, the accusations against Michigan, uh, which there is an NCAA investigation now ongoing for, is this guy, Michigan Connor football. Stallions, Michigan football, uh, this guy named Connor Stallions, who's like, who was like an analyst, I think, I don't know what his official title was, he's since resigned or been fired by Michigan amidst this investigation, but the allegations are that he, whether it's part of a larger you know thing or not, is part of what is being investigated, I'm sure, but that he was attending other uh, opponents games offsite in person uh, for the purpose of sta- of sign stealing, so, which in the bylaws of the NCAA, essentially you are not allowed to in person advance scout uh, opponents at their game. So like, like a Michigan, a Michigan team employee can't go to the Ohio state versus Minnesota game and scout it like for anything, not just for sign stealing. Right. And so, this thing's become a huge thing where everyone's talking like, should Michigan be banned from the playoff? Like, should they be banned from the Big Ten championship? Like all this stuff, like the NCAA is investigating. It obviously takes time. And so, uh, you know, and there are some, you know, the Internet has run wild with it. There's a few screenshots of this guy who's like supposed supposed to be like a low level analyst, like on the sidelines, like with the Michigan coaches. And he's got, you know printouts of hand gestures, like 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 on a sheet of paper, like he's he's got that. Right. And yeah. so. So, you know, but then the the story comes back to like, well, it isn't illegal to steal signs. It's illegal to like go to another team's stadium and like watch yeah. their game in person. That's the part that's illegal, right? Uh, in the NCAA rules. And so without that, this is a whole conversation that I know you haven't been following. So we're not going to dive into the details. But my question to you is your thoughts in general on the fact that, you know, on the concept of sign stealing in college football, because the NFL, for example, uses a headset mechanism where the quarterback yeah. can hear the play from the coach. And in my view, in my personal opinion, college football has leaned into signs versus using totally. headsets. They hold gigantic totally. printouts and memes yeah, and it's whatever the, the heck fun. else. And they yeah. all got a neon hat on. And so yeah. to me, it feels a little, you know, I have a little bit of a Michigan allegiance, right? Like I, I, I do have in my household, there's, there's a strong Michigan tie, but I feel like it's a little bit like, okay, now we care about signs. Like you, not when you were holding up all these like internet memes to relay your signs. Like you, like that's right. not very discreet at all. Right. So, and you know, ultimately it's like, we just did this with baseball and finally baseball switched to a digital system that now no one can steal signs anymore because they're not right. flaunting the signs, you know? So right. I don't know. What, what is your thought to the extent that you have thoughts on this that since you haven't really been following My it closely? Initial thought. And I haven't been following it closely, but from what from what you've said just now, I played football and don't tell anyone stole signs during the game. Like that is a thing. Like that is it's a hundred percent a thing. Yeah. And they ask a certain yeah. person to do it. Like I could do it, so they asked me to do it. I could do it. It's not that hard at the high school level. Right. Um, right. At the college level, especially now that there's money everywhere. Like mm. now, there's always money. But now there's money everywhere. The students, the right, coaches, like now right. there's just 
College football yeah. is a money Betting, making NIL, machine. everything. Yeah, right. Exactly. You have to protect your signs better. I think it's on you to protect your signs. I think it's on you to have signs that people can interpret or to change your signs. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my initial thought. I understand that it's against the rules, that it's in the, the rules that you can't pre-steal signs, you can't go to another, mm-hmm. but you can do it in-game. It's just a matter of, did you do it beforehand? Did you figure it out? I will, right. tell, you, right. I will tell you this. Every single team in college football is doing this. I guarantee it. I guarantee there's not a team. I guarantee there's not one team <laughs> who's not sending people. And they're saying, oh, the scout, like they can't stop people from entering. Yeah, right. They just haven't been caught. I guarantee there's not a team out there. Yeah. And if there is, they're 0-15. You know, they like <laughs> they stink. <laughs> you know, it, there's just, there's too much money on the yeah. line not to right. do that. Um, So I'm not, up in arms about this. I think that's mm. reasonable. I agree with you, and it's something I didn't think about, that signs are a huge thing. Like, they, you're right, they, like four different guys wearing four different colored shirts, and they're holding up yeah. different things. and do, Like, that's that's a way to hide your signs. Yeah. Why hide them? You know, like, I get it. It's unfair advantage if whatever, like, you, it's against the rules, but I don't see that as... And I and I'm not following how how harshly people are coming down on them or what they're suggesting, mm-hmm. but I don't see that as a bannable offense. I, I don't even yeah. really see it as an offense. Um, yeah, you know. Uh, so yeah, um, I, I think I find myself pretty much aligned with you there. Like, I, so I'm all for. I think that they should be punished for breaking the rules. Like, like if the, if there's right. a rule, like you can't you can't send an employee to the like they should be punished for that. But I think where I draw the line is any inference that like that's why they were winning or that they shouldn't be allowed to compete further because of it or like that, yeah. you know, cause like you have people going back and saying like, Oh, like they should, they, sh- they only beat this team because they had their signs. Like, it's like, I, I mean, and th- like there was one report that even said, remember how, do you remember TCU just like destroying Michigan in the playoff like two years ago? I think yes. it was yeah. TCU dominated them. And there was an actual report that said that like a big 10 team notified TCU about this. And TCU there then changed their signs and what and destroyed Michigan, like that yeah. that doesn't track at all. Like 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 yeah. why didn't the Big Ten team do that then? <laughs> like you know yeah. like it, it's every team's responsibility to change their signs. In my opinion, and I think your opinion, like you can't just like use the same signs that you used in your last game and hope that no one saw them and decoded them. Like that's right. on you. Like I think um, yeah, it's it's public so broadcast. I, yeah. Like yeah. you could watch the tape. Like right, you know. Exactly. I mean, I get they yeah. sent someone, but like. You can yeah. just watch. You can watch TV. S- sending someone you just know, gives you, you a better angle. Like you can still see right. it in the in the in the in the tapes, right? Um, so yeah, I, I agree. Uh, so th- I think we're on the same page here. I'm all for punishing for rule breaking, whatever that Great. is, fines, suspensions, like whoever. I'm not for like removal from competition, like a death penalty esque ban for yeah. like for integrity type stuff. Because I think Great. you're right that that everybody's doing this. So there you go. There's our there's uh, our quick. I, Quick hitter on Michigan. Yeah, go ahead. Last thing I'll say is it's signs are difficult, but they're not that difficult. Like, yeah, it's kind of on the coach to make the plays and the signs understandable. You know, that's part of being a good coach. That's part of coaching. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if you 
sounds bad, but if you have kids going to Alabama who could care less about school and all they want to do is play football, but they can't learn the signs, you can't change the signs every week. Like that's yeah. on your coach, you know, that's on your recruiting. Yeah. Like that's on you. You have to consider all the things. I, I think yeah. it's on the team to to be able to protect the signs better. I mean, that it is. Yeah, they're just watching the signs that they that they put out there. They're, it's not like they yeah. stole something. It's not like they like. Well, t- right, and then they're trying to match it up to the plays that happen and figure out what the right. signs mean. But I, I think. To the last thing I'll add on that to what you were just saying, I, I, I'm I want to know like if you took the top fifty college football coaches across the country, and you put in front of them a proposal for next year to get rid of it all and make it a headset based system like the NFL does and has been doing for years and years and years. Like this is not a technological barrier, right? The NFL has been right. doing this for years. How many coaches vote yes on that? How many coaches actually want that to be the case, or do these coaches actually prefer that they can? have an avenue to try to gain an advantage. Like, I mean, it feels like something that would have been changed a long time ago if these coaches actually didn't want signs to be vulnerable to be stolen. It works both yeah. ways, right? Like, like these teams have yeah. been gaming this for a long time. And that's and my view. Like so. boosters, you know, like there's psycho fans oh, yeah. out yeah. there who do this stuff. Like yeah. I'm sure they get yeah. like eight, like I'm sure Saban gets 15 emails from boosters saying, hey, I figured out LSU signs last weekend. Here yeah. they are. Like yeah, I'm sure right, yeah. he gets that email. I'm sure. Yeah, right, right. It's a <laughs> and yeah, he gets, like a, he's like, a also fact. the black yeah. bag is in your car. It's got $15 million <laughs> in it. You know? Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> so there you go. Um, so there's the quick, quick uh, discussion on Michigan. So anything else on uh, sports? No, but are you ready? Right. Are you nervous? I think I'm ready. Are you excited? I'm nervous okay. and ready. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. We're moving to, and we will get a sound effect but given the name of this, we gotta we gotta tweak the sound effect and see what works best. The name of this game is "Beat the D." Derek, there you D go. isn't Derek. That <laughs> so is me. That, yeah, yeah, right, right. Derek is going to play a game, and we're gonna have a contestant play a game. We're only gonna have the contestants recording, I believe. Where this is our first time doing it. Yeah, um, so we're working. Derek will have but... played the game and has a score prior yep. to our contestant. Playing contest- the game. Yeah, right. And today's contestant is Sean Cornell. Okay. Now we welcome to the pod Sean Cornell. First time caller. Am I right, Sean? Long time listener, first time caller. That's right, Steve. A few, few, sub- Thanks for having few submitted me. questions, I think. Um, okay. So here's how the game's going to work it's going to be very quick. Derek has already played this game. You're going to have one minute. Yep to name as many of this category as possible. Um, I will tell you, there are six. So if you can get all six, well, if there's a, if you beat Derek, you beat the D. He, ha- he has a score, you beat the D. If you tie Derek, I'm going to make an on-the-fly determination of who I think is faster in a foot race. Who would win in a 40? I'm just going <laughs> to tell you who I think would win in a 40. If you lose to Derek... Then you lose. I'm sorry. Um, so, I will... First, let me ask. Are you nervous? Uh, Steve, I'm a little nervous, <laughs> but uh, I've, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to beat the D. I've been thinking about it all day, and now I'm ready. <laughs> Good. Good. Well, this is the inaugural beat the D game. Um, all right. When I, when I end the question, I will start the timer, and I will give you 30 seconds, 15 seconds, 10 seconds uh, announcements, and I'll hold up the timer when it's getting close. Okay. Okay. Sean, in the major four sports, 
how many teams and name them how many teams share a name ready go which team share a name the giants yep there's one the jets yep there's another the Panthers. Yep, there's another. That's 30 seconds. Fifteen seconds. I wanna say I wanna say the Tigers, but I don't think that's one. Nope. Um ten seconds. Uh. <laughs> Time up. Okay. All right. That was bad. Sean, all right. that was bad. you got three out of six. I will tell you what they all are. You got the okay. Giants, the Jets, and the Panthers. The other three are the Rangers, MLB, and hockey. The Kings, basketball and hockey. And the Cardinals, Baseball and football. Uh, you know, the Cardinals was in my head, and I couldn't make the connection to baseball for some reason. <laughs> and the Rangers just won the World Series. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. So you, you missed that one pretty big. Um, so are you ready to know if you beat the D? I am ready. Derek, drum roll, please. Sean, the inaugural... The inaugural Beat the D contestant. You beat the D. Woo! Yes. You beat the D. Derek got two. Derek only got two. I got two. I only got Which two. Which one's the Derek? Derek get? got the Kings and the Panthers. And the Panthers. Yep. Kings and Panthers. Totally just blanked on all the New York teams that that were at yeah. my disposal. It helped that you were from New York. I will say you have literally have Jets in your background. <laughs> yeah. 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 Thanks. You don't often I saw think that. of the hockey team. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but. Well, well done. Um, we, there you I go. Think Congrats. I think for the inaugural prize, we're going to do some sort of Derek and Steve, you heard it here, second swag. T-shirt like T-shirt or, or a hat. Yeah, we'll figure it like, out. Wow. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm honored. I'm honored to be on the inaugural uh, session, and uh, I, I'm really just fortunate enough to uh, have beaten the D. Yeah, it's all, it's all good. It's all really it's all good, good. beating the D. Well done, Sean. Um, well, congrats, and we'll be in touch to get you your prize. Thanks, thanks guys. Bud. I appreciate it. All righty. Thanks, Sean. Okay. Um, wow, Derek. Yep. Yeah. You suck. Yeah. I, I, you know, that I bet sucks. you. I bet Sean thought he lost. I bet the listeners thought he lost. And uh, it's a tough, it's a tough day. It's a tough day. Right. So I don't know was who I was one. rooting for. I think I was rooting for you because it's like, Good for the brand to not like the first right, to not lose the first, the first one, one ever beats lose our the own D. Game. Yeah, maybe it's like well, in fairness, in fairness I had no maybe <laughs> in fairness, I had no uh, stake in making the game or coming up with the game. So like just just that's like I didn't like lose at my own game. I lost at our collective game. Right. But um, yeah, well, I will say having just having done it right. Uh, I was saying this to you uh, off air right after we, Sean finished his contestant round. Um, 
it's harder than it looks. First of all, with that music playing, that music is rattling for that. That, yeah. that is, a, that is stressful music. And <laughs> when sweat. You, once I you reach your roadblock, once you reach your mental roadblock, no, no, no conquering it in a, in the one minute with that, with that song. I saw Sean reach his like probably 35 seconds in or whatever it was. And then I was like, nope, he's not getting another one. Cause, cause I just had experienced that yeah. and hit the same except roadblock. Yours was except 10 I hit seconds it. in. 10 seconds in. Yeah. Got two right Derek away. Said, Didn't get any yeah, more. Derek said Kings and Panthers within 10 seconds and yeah. then froze. Nothing. Nothing. Like All the New York headlights. teams. Deer and headlights. Yeah. Couldn't think of one New York team. The Giants, Jets, Rangers, none of them. None of them. Cardinals. So, Cardinals. That's yeah. An easy one. Cardinal. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I, I agree with Sean. Like, so Sean, I agree with Sean though. Uh, I, don't, I forget if this was on or off air. He said this, but he said that he actually thought of Cardinals and couldn't draw it to baseball. And like, for whatever reason, the St. Louis Cardinals like fall out of my head. Like, I, I don't know why. Like, cause they're, <laughs> yeah. they're, they're a famous baseball. They're like, they're not like an, an obscure baseball team, but they, they, for some reason don't stick. Um, they're kind of boring. So anyway, but yeah, so, so Sean wins the inaugural um, beat the D game. So yeah, there you go. Um, we are working we'll, on, we'll the, on the prize. Him, yeah, we'll, we'll work on the prize. We'll get you some swag. At this point, Derek, it may be we may have to change it. Can the D win? Can yeah, you know that D might be the yeah. It doesn't have as good of a ring to it, but <laughs> no, it doesn't. Uh, Can know, the D beat we'll, anyone? We'll come back. We'll come back stronger. We'll, you know, get get a little get a little experience. With, you know, with that music and. Maybe I'll, I'll listen to that music while I sleep. That way, it, it'll 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 be a little bit easier to to deal with. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, less stress. There you go. Like, there you go. So test anxiety. Test anxiety. <laughs> yeah. um, so, congrats to Sean on uh, beating the D for the inaugural uh, inaugural contest. So, there you go. Good job. Um, so, ready for next one with our audience leading the way? Ready yeah, for it? Yeah. Let's let's slide on in. So All righty. So uh, five questions submitted today, which we might yes. not get to all of them. So uh, no, we, we we'll, so we'll do as many as we can and, and we'll we'll save the next save uh, any we don't get to for the next episode. So the first one uh, is not quite a question, um, no, perhaps it's, just it's, uh, a message, um, but it's from Rob and Rob's state of mind. submission it's, is Rob's state of mind, state of being says the path and that's it. No, it's so, just the path. End of message. <laughs> end of message. Although, uh, frankly, yes. I have to admit, I added end of message to be clear that he didn't say anything else. He literally just wrote the path. He didn't say anything else. He wrote the path. That's it. Okay. Not like well, talk about the, the path what or, the path, you know. Tell the people yes. what the path means. This is not a discussion so, topic and we shouldn't stay too long. <laughs> say say so, why. So, okay. The, the, there's an adjacent topic that we'll, we'll touch on a bit in this answer. But so the path uh, is referencing a, a mindset around Boston College football right now because... Boston College football Twitter came up with a realization a few weeks ago that despite being two and two in the ACC uh, at the time, uh, there was a path, the path, some might say, to the <laughs> ACC championship game still. So the Boston College football team still to this day, uh, speaking to you, they are six and three uh, on the year. So they have three games left. There is still a path for them to make it to the ACC title game, and that has revolutionized the Boston College fans as well as the players. Like after the most recent game against Syracuse, which was a win and kept the path alive, 
they're the players are now aware. Like like Thomas yes. Castellanos, like, their quarterback, he just posted it. a picture yeah. and he his caption was the path. Period. Like they <laughs> yeah. they are aware of what's going on. So uh, the bringing it back to a, a real observation, uh, and then I'll let you chime in. The real part of it, like it's it's all funny. Like it's you know people are are really building it up. The reality is that it's actually true and it's it's very refreshing because the last time that BC was actually still mathematically able to make it to the ACC title game at this stage in the year is a, a very long time ago, right? Yeah. So, uh, and part of that is because now there's no longer divisions, right? Because for every year we always had Florida State or Clemson in our division and no no path, you know, no pun no intended, you to get to the path. title game. Now, now there is no divisions anymore. So the top two teams will play in the ACC title game. And because of that, even though Florida State has already locked up their spot, the second spot is up for grabs. So, uh, Steve, what's your what's your reaction and and how do you um, classify your um, your mental connection to the path? I. I will say I was skeptical at first and I have fully adopted the path. I am the path. I am one with the path. The path and I have merged. We are a symbiote. Um, this is the kind of thing that makes me miss Twitter I, I, I or X. I, I deleted my Twitter a while ago because it was just becoming too toxic toxic and weird. Yeah. But the like collective memification of a thing <laughs> is something you don't get. You get it on TikTok, but it's like, overplayed and people doing it for clout and it just becomes like over and over and over they just mm-hmm. hammer this sound mm-hmm. effect over and over and it's so annoying yeah. yep. yep whereas yep. on twitter it's funny to pile on like the more memes the better on twitter and, yeah and i miss that i miss the creativity i miss the like the collective consciousness of like we all think this one thing's funny and everything you say about it is funny yeah and it works and it it kind of takes on a mind, mind of its own so i do miss that i appreciate that people in our friend group and on this podcast have burner accounts that are <laughs> firing on all cylinders. <laughs> um, so I, I respect it. I appreciate it. And I, I'm here for it. Path. Yeah. And I, I mean, uh, I think the, the point about Twitter being different than those other mediums is like, it's a concept that gets hammered and not like a sound yeah. or like a repetitive thing, right? Not like an image. Right. It's not one image. It's not one sound. It's not one video that they're like make, mocking off of. It's a, it's Twitter, an idea. Like, like Exactly. And it spurs creativity and it spurs people like changing the thing and making it their mm-hmm. own and, and coming up with different ideas of it. Whereas TikTok yep. is like, there's a popular sound effect. Do the video that. that matches yeah. the sound effect. Do it over right. and over and over again. It's just different people doing yeah. the same thing. And it's so yeah. annoying. Not to say, not to discount any of the creativity there, but it's a diff. it's, I, I agree with you. It's a more open type of creativity. I'm discounting here. it. And, and uh, and just to end here uh, with with a, a brief note, I mean, uh, while we're on the topic of BC, like it comes at a time when like BC sports are, are they look kind of good. Like Boston College hockey is back. A hundred percent back. Boston College hockey is back. Rank number one the, but don't in the country. say it. Well, I mean, yeah, we, 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 we got to wait a little bit to say it, but we'll, say we can it. talk. We can say the path, though. Basketball hasn't even path. started. They, say the they're one to know. They're one to know. They're one to know. But, okay. Well, yeah. Will um, it be Fairfield or something? But yeah, Fairfield. Yeah. So, um, yeah. But yeah, basketball needs to needs to put together a season in the ACC, of course. But uh, from where we started the year, you know, football team one and three calls path. to fire Halfley, right? The path, five straight wins. Path. Where about it? The path. path. Cool. So, the path. 
so there you go. There, hopefully that answered your question, Rob. The path. The path. The path. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Um, all right. Second question. Ooh, uh, you want to read this one? I want to read. I want to read the next one. <clears throat> yeah. So I feel like this person's becoming a recurring character, and I feel yeah. like they like it because after we called them out for this style of question last week, they have come back with a similar style of question with more caveats and more question marks and more. <laughs> there are. <laughs> there are two. There are one two there's two question marks no three question marks in this question there are two parentheses there's an example there's an etc this is a wild and question. a please and note this is from and a please note so this is from andrew o um who has become the person who likes to ask the question but also try to get us to answer it through the question um, here it is pay attention you know this is get some tea get your notebook this out be a long one. yeah <laughs> And it's the, the the question is, this is the question, and then here's the, the the question is, which sports league has the best playoff structure? That's that's the question. That's the question. He wants us to answer. Well, and there's an and why, sport, but yeah. Which sports league? Which sports league has the best playoff structure, and why? College and professional are fair game, as are international leagues like the EPL, which have no playoffs. He says, or championship league in soccer, and why? Which has the worst structure? Please note that the method of selecting playoff participants is also relevant. So we have to consider the method of how the people are selected to participate in the playoff right. structure, i.e., example, division championships and wild cards, etc. Okay. Right. So, Derek, which playoff structure has the best and worst? <laughs> is the best and worst? <laughs> okay. I think I. Um, I want to hear yeah, your go answer. Ahead. It's a good. It is a good question. It's poorly My, asked. Yeah. It's poorly asked, Andrew. Just ask the question. We, my, we get so it. So my answer, my answer may or may not be uh, a disappointment. Uh, maybe uh, I don't know if this. I don't think it's a cop out. I think it's just a simple answer. Um, oh, that means it's a cop. I think the NBA. I think the NBA has the best playoff format. I think one through eight in each conference. One versus eight. Two versus seven. Three versus six. I think it, I think that simple is better, and I like that format the best. Um, I think that the NHL has a little too much cuteness now with the divisions and like the two wild cards like and I think that I think the NFL has gotten better personally with the only one buy instead of two buys but I still think that uh I, I I'm not I think the NFL is good like I'm not going to discount the NFL but I think I'm going to go with the simplest one through eight in each conference is my preferred style and for the worst I have to go with no playoffs no playoffs is my worst uh so the EPL would be my choice yes. for the worst format. And why? why so those are my worst? two answers. Uh, I, I I just think no playoffs is just, um, it's, it's, I understand the, the premise, like, like you do the best in the, in the season and you end up winning the championship, but I get it. It makes all the games important. Uh, but I just think that there's a heightened excitement and pressure and I think playoffs are what makes sports great. Uh, so I personally am not a fan of, of the, the EPL style leagues that have no playoffs. So, okay, I agree. So there you go. I think it's going to be annoying, <laughs> but I, 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 I want to not agree with you. I want to not pick the same two. Um, I'm close to picking football, mm-hmm. but I think football also gets a little weird with wild cards and division winners. Like you can have like an eight and eight division winner, yep. make the playoffs. Like. And host a game against so, like, like a like an exactly. eleven and five team or something, you know. And host yeah. a game. 
Whereas I think you're right. Basketball is just one through eight of each side. And they it's super simple. And people love playoff basketball. It, it, it There is now parity in, in, in the NBA, which is yeah, great. that's true. That's true. Um, there's a, you know, it just, it makes for great matchups and, and the stars shine. Um, so yeah, I got to pick basketball. It's stupid to say the same one as you. Um, and I will say, I also hate no playoffs. I hate it. Yeah. The EPL, <laughs> it's, and I get it. I don't watch sports like that. Like, oh, you, you're, you're not American cultured. Of us, you don't but, know. It's the, exactly. Yeah. It's so American of yeah. us to not like playoffs. It's very like Ted Lasso. Like, no playoffs. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, but I just, I, I will say, relegation is a beautiful thing. I, I love like the idea. Yeah. And, and that's, without, re, no playoffs without relegation would be, Impossible. It'd be so stupid. You wouldn't watch half, half mm-hmm. the season. Wouldn't matter. Yeah. The fact that you also could get relegated if you're at the bottom. It's like a bottom playoff. Makes the fact that there's no playoffs a little more digestible because you still have to play every like every game really does matter. Really, yeah. truly, not like some middling teams may not at towards the end, but mm-hmm. the bottom and the top both have to play the whole season. Which fine, good, but I don't know. I just. Yeah, I want a little tournament. Where's my little tournament? Give me a little <laughs> tournament against all the best players. Maybe. Nah, I hate March Madness. I was say maybe March Madness, but I hate March Madness. I'm, <laughs> yeah. a, I'm a hater. I I don't I don't I'm not a hater, but I think that that might not really oh. work. I feel like in soccer that would be tough. Like I, would like I, to I don't change know if I'd go that far. Worst. But okay, yeah. I would like to change my answer. Oh, I still oh, think you're, no go, you're doing it on the fly. You're gonna you're gonna switch on to the, the fly. Soccer. Worst <laughs> is college football. College, oh, okay. football college football is the okay, worst. Yeah. It's getting better, but next year. It'll first be of all, it yeah. used it used to just be which runaway coaches worse. think. Yeah, yeah. runaway runaway worse. worse. It, used, like, it used to be which coaches <laughs> think the top. Which what, 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 what do the coaches think should what, no, happen? The writers. Like, which two teams? The, the, what are the writers? What are the journalists? What are the writers? What are the journalists think the journalists. two best teams. <laughs> yeah, let's have the journalists vote on the two best teams, and they'll play each other. For and a long like time, that was the und- format. And there's like eight undefeated teams, and they've all played really good teams. And they're like, well, these two are like historically pretty good. Yeah. Um, so that was terrible. <laughs> they added the playoffs, which was a 14 playoff. Still terrible. You know, like yep. there's, they're gonna expand, and it's gonna be a standard playoff system soon. They, it's just unsustainable to have, especially like we said earlier, there's so much money. Unsustainable to have undefeated teams yeah who now play obviously not as good teams but they're still playing really good they, college football they're still teams. undefeated like still yeah. undefeated beat everyone on the schedule and now it's tougher with divisions like you don't get to choose who you pick necessarily who you play necessarily mm-hmm. so there it's weird to have undefeated teams not in a playoff system they've done everything they could and like right. they try to make it better with the bowls and whatever so I'm going to switch my answer to college football and college football is the worst. All right. There you go. I'm not going to switch my answer to that. I I agree with the sentiment. I'll I'll still stick with the EPL, but, um, but there you go. And next year college football gets its long awaited. uh, I think finally there for how, for having enough teams in the playoff. But um, so there you go, Andrew, hopefully that was a good, uh, satisfactory answer that met all the criteria. He's going to text. He's going to text me at (laughs) nine in the morning tomorrow telling me how my, (laughs) Takes are terrible. <laughs> I guarantee. <laughs> it. 
Um, all right. So next question comes from, uh, I, I assume, the person that just won our game show. It is. Uh, Sean. Sean C. Uh, and his question Congrats. is, are pickles a condiment? Are pickles a condiment? Do you I want to answer first or I want me to answer? Thoughts. Uh, my answer is I, no. You go first because I'm. My answer is no. Um, Bruin. Relish is a condiment. Uh, and, hmm. you know, pickles make up quite a bit of relish, if, if I'm understanding correctly. Um, but tomatoes are not a condiment either, in my opinion. And that's what makes up ketchup in, in, a, in a somewhat similar fashion, similar, similar relationship to how pickles make up relish. Um, so I am going to group pickles with tomatoes and onions in, in that category of things for a food item. And so by association, I'm going to call them not a condiment. Uh, if I'm picking to put them with that group versus the ketchup, mustard, relish, mayonnaise, I think those are the agreed upon condiments, right? Well, uh, there's like barbecue sauce. There's, there's more, there's more, there's more. Yeah, yeah, but I meant, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I agree. Uh, I, as a self-proclaimed sauce guy, Steve Aioli, I agree <laughs> that pickles are not a condiment. Relish is a condiment. It's kind of, it has to be consistency-based. I'm trying to think of something I would call a condiment that isn't. Relish is a good, a, a good, you know, each side of the coin, condiment, mm-hmm. not condiment, because of the, so, because of the sauce texture. Um, a good follow-up question is, is there a non-sauce condiment? Like, are, is salt and pepper a condiment? No, there's mm. seasonings, I guess. Yeah. Yes, any condiment not sauce form, like sauce, like texture, right? Yeah. Hmm. I, I, I guess like you're you're going to count relish as being sauce texture, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. Right. So even though it's not like quite as liquidy, probably you know, or not as yeah. like s- maybe like consistent, a, like, I guess. Like a spreadable cheese is a, hmm. is close, you know, like a pimento it's close, cheese. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you take anything say, and put it. You take basically anything and put it in a ketchup packet or a Taco Bell sauce packet. Like <laughs> yeah, right. that's isn't is anything can, in that that's in, is anything in that packet a condiment? <laughs> like if you can squeeze it out of a little pla- a little piece of plastic, if you can squeeze it out of a packet, it's a condiment. <laughs> fair? Is that so? Fair? Like the icing on a pack of cinnamon buns, like with the little the little like uh, yeah. Yes. There you go. It's a condiment for the yes. cinnamon buns. Condiment. Yeah. Cinnamon condiment. Yeah, that's a great. You, go. you know, good threshold. <laughs> We have defined condiment, so there you go. There you go. Pickles are not a condiment when they're chopped up and and add, there's a little water in there. Yeah, condiment. Peppers, then same thing. Be, Hot yep. peppers. Yeah, if they're yeah, the chunky true. peppers, no. But if right. they're the chopped up deli one, in a yes. in a jar meant to be spread with a in knife, a jar, or you know, olive top go. olive tapenade. If mm-hmm. it's olives, no topping. If yep. it's chopped up in its little tapenade, condiment. There you go. There you go. I like it. I like it. I like it. So it's so important to me. These no, things are pickles important. are not a condiment, but we've helped you Correct. define a condiment for the next time you this question comes up. So, uh, yes. all right. Tell your friends. Uh, you, what, how many more do you want to do here? You want to do one more? You want to do no more? What do you want to do? Let's do one more. We'll do one, one more. more. All right. More. So you want to read this one or you want me to read it? You can read this one. All right. So this one comes from Eric, Eric H., who says, I'd love some NFL and NBA, parentheses, not necessarily current and could be historical, player comps of Steve and Derek. Okay. So, do we want to do our own or do we want to do each other? I don't. Maybe each other. Um, mm. I don't know. Okay. We can do our own too. I, I. I don't. I don't know. This is a tough one. This is a tough. 
I've got, uh, this is a tough I've question got, to come up I with. I think I got my NFL comp, I think. Your NFL comp? Okay, let's hear that NFL first. Comp. Hear that first. I'm going to say, and it's I'm picking a buck because it's the people I know the best. Yep. Shaq Barrett. I'm a Shaq, Shaq Barrett. Barrett. Okay. Yes. Outside linebacker, pass rush specialist. Yep. Good all around, but not like a not a straight up linebacker, you know, not yep. like a a force, but a really really good technical. Yep. Linebacker. Pass are we talking about like a lot of sacks. We're talking about like your actual on-field football. Like 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 if like your football comp. Is that what we're talking about here? Like yeah. athletically and yes. like we're playing football. What else, are we, football. What else are we talking about? Okay. I'm just making yeah. sure. Making sure. Yeah, sense yeah. of humor. He also has my sense of humor <laughs> and my good looks or whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like it. I like it. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Shaq Barrett is my is my NFL. NBA who's like a who's like a like a point guard slash shooting guard who plays big. Who like people don't who yeah. like plays in the um, post a lot. Uh like I mean like Marcus Smart does that. Like I Marcus knew Smart you were can play say down it. low. I, knew it was I mean he's not he's, he's not even on my team anymore, I but know. I have to admit that he does. Or or like I, a Drew Holiday, his replacement. You know? Drew Holiday I was thinking Marcus Smart. I hate Marcus <laughs> Smart because he's like he's like um he's more annoying. Like he's like diving at people's legs and he's like He's a guy you don't want on your team, but you want you don't want to face, but you, you want on your team, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna say his play style. Mm-hmm. Or like a um let me see who this guy is. Oh, I guess Marcus Smart. I hate that comparison. <laughs> it's the best I got right now. I'll I'll jump off of that one uh, with the relevant one for what we mentioned earlier with our, our little parlay tonight. I'll I'll go with Derek White as my, as my comp. Okay, um, I don't even know not what like his a deal is. N- <laughs> that's that's kind of the thing, right? He's not like a he's not an all he's not like an all star. You know, I don't I would ne- I didn't consider myself much of an all star on the court, right? But uh, you know, contributes in all the different <laughs> ways. Can get hot, hit some threes, right? Play play some decent defense. You know, uh, does does a lot of things well. Doesn't do anything at like a elite level. That's all I'll go with for mine. So, and, he has, and we share a first yeah. name. So, I was thinking, um, yeah, that's true. I was thinking Brian Scalabrini for you. <laughs> Brian, <laughs> Just like a, yeah. like a sneak, like a sneaky <laughs> athlete. <laughs> it's like, oh, wait. Yeah, hold on. Um, NFL is tough. I didn't play football. So, you know, whenever but I it was, saw you play flag football, I did play flag football. Yeah. Um, Do you want an offensive player or a defensive player? Because I can get you some. Let's go defense. Let's go defense. Okay. Let's go defense. Yeah. G- give me a, give okay. me a starter suggestion on defense. That, that that comes to mind. I'm trying. So I, for the most Who's part the, on defense um, in our flag days, I played probably like a sub linebacker position. Yes, was probably uh, what I played. Who's the um? Who's the? Uh, I'm not. This is not meant to be insulting, but who's the boring white <laughs> linebacker on the Cowboys? <laughs> uh, on the was Cowboys, it? Van Der Esch. No. Um, it was like he's better than that. Cowboys. Is this historical or? Yeah, it's like Sean Sean, uh, Sean Lee. Sean, Sean Lee. Lee. Sean Lee. Yes. Okay, yeah. Sean that's, yeah. Lee. I think that, that's... You know, like smart, reliable, yep. dependable. Like a like a um a way to a way scaled down Luke Keekley. Like a nowhere near as good as yeah. Luke Keekley. Well that's Luke Sean Keekley Lee style exactly. play. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. 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 Yeah. 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 But I, I, I it yeah. sounds better for me if I say I scaled down Luke Keekley. So Right. I, me too. I'll take him too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. A scaled so down Tom that, Brady. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. So there you go. There, I like that. I like that. So I'll go with that. Sean Lee, Derek White. So there's the combo. 
Didn't think, didn't, didn't expect that. I, I had no clue what, what was going <laughs> to come out of that conversation. I so. hate that I got Marcus Smart, but I can't think of anything else. <laughs> so I'll have to supplement so. that question later. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, thank you to all those questions. We'll save the, save the remaining questions for, for next time. Does that work? Um, since right. we're running up on time a little bit. So cool. Alrighty. So that takes us through the DMs. Thank you all for submitting those. Brings us into our next segment, which I think is people like it, right? Except for the sound. They don't love the sound effect, but they it's like the segment. Is everybody's that right? favorite, Derek. <laughs> everybody's favorite. Okay. Um, so it's everybody's favorite cozy book corner, Derek. Yep. yep. Um, this episode's review is 10th of December by George Saunders. Okay. This is not my typical review. This is a collection of short stories. Uh, George Saunders, if you don't know him, is a, a, a very pro, a prolific writer. He's, he's, uh, taught and written and he's just like very very well known among writers you know he's like Mm -hmm. an educator he writes very specific short stories he wrote one novel um lincoln and the bardo which i loved um not for everyone but i loved it he kind of he's like an experimental writer like he writes very creatively his styles are very weird like he he jumps between um perspectives a lot he uses different writing styles and this is very much that 10th of december I am not a short story reader. I just don't love them. Uh, it's hard for me to stay entertained when the, yeah. they end and they start and they end and they start and they're, everything's different. I like to get into a book and then mm-hmm. like, read a decent amount of it. Um, that's not the case here. I really, really, really liked this book. Um, it was a recommendation. Nice. It's totally not what I expected. The 10th of December, I don't know what that means. What does that mean to anyone? Not just does not describe the book. The book is also just like blue and white, the cover. No like no idea what to expect. It's weirdly like kind of sci-fi, dystopian. Like each story is much weirder than I thought. Um mm-hmm. which I like. I like weird like I'm, I don't want to read like 10 like standard like literary classic type stories. If I'm reading a short right. story, I want it to like grip me and be weird and, and chaotic. And yep. that's what these are. They're weird, chaotic, interesting. All the writing styles, really experimental. Um, and I really liked Lincoln and the Bardo and I really liked this. I think I might be a George Saunders fan. I might. There you um, go. So I'm going to give 10th of December by George Saunders, 86 Steve Nicholas Avocados. Nice. Very close to certified guac. Not certified. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to certify it because it's, it's short stories and not every short yeah, story can be a thing. It's just bit. how it goes. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, that being said, if you like short stories, if you like weird, quick writing, um, really quirky, experimental, kind of, like I said, chaotic, this is really, really good. So uh, right. 10th of December, George Saunders, 86, Stephen Nicholas Avocados. If you like that, read Lincoln and the Bardo, which is his um, full-length yep. novel. Also weird and chaotic, but if you like his writing, it's cool to see it long form. Right. Yeah, so maybe start with the start with tenth of December if you're not sure with the short yeah, story, I think and that's then you good, can dive good in. Good call. So, yep, there you go. So there's the recommendation, George Saunders, uh, impressing Steve uh, with his with his two books there. So that's I'm impressed. That's for sure. Uh, all right, so a few more quick hitters here before we get to the final drive. Uh, next one, uh, British Baking Show, Steve. Uh, it appears that is back. Correct. Um. It's the Great British Baking Show. The Great Derek. British Baking Show. The Great yes. my, British my Baking apologies. Show. 
And I've watched that. Uh, I know that. But yeah, it's bad. For some reason, I didn't say it. Uh, it's such good TV. Do you watch it? It is. I do. And I've watched one episode of the new season. I haven't uh, gotten okay. to the rest of them yet. But yeah. Yeah, same. I've only watched one or two episodes. It's just a, a, a little plug it's that it's back. I. It's just yeah. so... It's refreshing. Yeah. It's just good to watch a television show that is not angry and wild and mean and trying to like <laughs> cliffhanger me and hook like there's a lot of like hooks in it. like yeah this is just good easy it's just very as Doug Gregg would call it sour cream it's, it's <laughs> the sour cream in the burrito you know you're eating a really spicy burrito a lot of hot sauce a lot of like chipotle beef and all of a sudden you yep. get that bite of yep. guacamole or that bite of sour cream just cools you down it's just a nice yeah. easy it's like a cool nice and wholesome show yep yeah. yep so yeah if if somehow people listening have not heard of or watched that uh we both recommend it i think uh it is a very easy going easy watch uh but takes up time like it's not it's not like a little 15 minute easy watch like they're an hour long basically but they are soothing and just like funny and relatable and will make you hungry probably because the food looks really good yeah. and just it looks really you know, good yeah just uh just a good show so good show there you go the great not not good. Great British baking show. The great British um, baking show. Uh, so next one, you wanna you wanna tackle this one? I'll do it quickly. Um, yeah. NBA Two K Twenty Four, the Kobe Bryant edition. Video game. It's a video game. Oh, okay. Basketball yep. video yep. game. You played the NBA Two K games. I have not in a couple of years. I think I don't remember the last. Probably Two K Twenty One. Maybe was the last one I had. Uh, same. It's been a while. I was like, you know what? Basketball season started. I'm starting to watch the Magic again. Like they're fun teams. I'm like, oh, I've got the mm-hmm. itch to like. Kind of do like a little create a team, play some, yeah. like take the magic to the championship in my career or whatever um, yep. in the video game. I've only had it for like a week and I don't like it. <laughs> I don't think it's very good. I don't think this mm. is a very good game. And I really wanted to like it because I spent a lot of money on it. You know, like yeah. games are not cheap anymore. And I even right. looked for like, this is a total ripoff and they, everyone must be doing this, but. I looked for the previous versions, you know, like I don't need the newest yeah. version. I'll just download the rosters from this yeah, year. Right. So I looked at the 2023 version, 2022, 2021. Back to 2021, they're all $70. Full price still. You cannot, wow. Full price. That's wild. You cannot buy. That is wild. I mean, I should have gone to like Best Buy. I should have gone to like GameStop. But I yeah. was just like, they're all downloadable now. So I was like on my couch. I was like, I guess I'll just download this yeah. one. Um, That's wild. Don't know if I'd recommend it. It's still newish. But it's just yeah. the controls are still so clunky, the, yeah. and the the ultimate team system is it's so it this doesn't sound very old of me, but it, it's so Gen Z like mm. the the loading yeah. screen and like everything is just like so much. It's just there's eight different things to 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 click, and there's there's notifications everywhere, and there's like mm-hmm. it's just basketball like. I either want to play like there's like I can get my cards I can send my cards away to get graded you know I like <laughs> yeah. truly like online it's just there's too it's it's overstimulation there's like too many colors yeah. and, and and like coin there's coins and experience and, yeah. and these points and, yeah. and diamonds and this like there's just too much stuff and I'm sure I just want casual I just want to like and there's like legends now and the WNBA mm. and I'm like I don't want I just want the players that are 
in the NBA right now. And I want to like <laughs> play with them and like mix them up sometimes. You know, <laughs> I don't want all of it. And they're giving yeah. me too much. <laughs> me yep. too much. That's yeah. such an old person thing for me to say. But no, but it's the way these games have gone. You know, they're all microtransaction based and like totally. a lot of people have complained about the fact that that's where all the effort goes now is to making money on those microtransactions and not to, you know, and also these these companies all have exclusive rights to these games. Like for the most, actually, I don't know if right. NBA, I think EA Sports might still have the ability to make an NBA game, but I know Madden is, Madden and NHL are strict EA Sports, only one who's allowed to make a game. So it's like, Yep. How do you make the game better if only one company can make them and there's no reason for them to make it better, <laughs> you know? And totally. so people complain about that a lot. But yeah, so me included. Uh, not the, not not the games we grew up with. We'll say that. So Mm-mm. graphics are better, but you know, a lot yeah. of it's not. Just a, so, yeah, the, the, yeah, the graphics are better. <laughs> uh, and last topic in miscellaneous pop culture, Derek, have you seen the new iPhone feature? No, I have not. And this was brought to my attention. What you're talking about, but I can see it on the screen, and I have not seen this. This was brought to my attention by a loyal listener who liked the fact that we had talked about streaming and everything. Like, is cyclical. Like, we're going to go back to like, yeah, yeah. There's too many streaming platforms. So we're going to get one streaming platform, and we can flip between the channels. You know, it's just uh, everything's going back yeah. to cable. Yeah. The iPhone now will is going back to basically like the voice message, like the. The, mm. the answering machine, you know, you would press the button and it would, or like you'd let it ring to see here who, to see who was talking or like to see who was calling. Yeah. So the iPhone will now, and I think you have to update it or have the newest version, but if you let it ring, I think it's a good feature. The voicemail will appear in text on your lock screen. Like, mm. hey, like Steve, machine. this is so-and-so yeah. from the doctor just confirming your appointment for tomorrow. You're like, oh, shoot. Like, and you could, an- and you can like, answer while they're talking you know okay right. it's a person i want to talk to which i think is a good feature but it's yeah. truly going back to like let it let it ring so you can see who's talking on the answer machine and you can do yeah if you want yeah like hey i know you're home answer the phone you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah hey that's the way it is everything's cyclical just like that so so back. i have not seen it and used it yet but now i'll be on the lookout uh next time Next time I miss a call or, or more likely in this scenario, ignore a call and wait to see what the voicemail is. So I ignore how many calls. do? Here's a good question. How many calls do you ignore a day? So honestly, most of the time during the day, my phone is actually on do not disturb. So it'll I'll miss the call straight up. Like unless it's from one of my like favorites on my phone where it rings. So I don't me? actually uh, no, but I'll add you. I'll add you. No, you don't really call me typically. Yeah, so. But, but I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll add just that way you can okay. you can show there. Yeah, yeah. Um, Thanks. Yeah, what if but, it's important? So I typically don't ignore many, to be honest, because of that. Uh, I just miss them. But like, like if it's from a random like number, I don't know. I don't I don't actively ignore it. I typically won't see it. But uh, when my phone is on, almost all of them, if, if it's not someone whose name <laughs> shows up, I almost never answer it unless I'm expecting it. I so. would say on average, I ignore seven calls a day. Wow, that's Which a lot. That's too a lot. Many. Yeah. That's yeah. Is this like just don't your cell phone or work too? I, you don't have to answer that. You don't have to answer. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But my work calls get directed to my cell phone. So sometimes right, okay, I ignore okay. calls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like yeah. you're just too busy and there's too many people and too many things. And now like half yeah. of them are spam. That is why if I had said that number five, ten years ago, you'd be like, holy crap, you're ignoring yeah. that many phone but yeah. I feel like the phone call is going away. You know, it's like yeah. there's too many yeah. spams. True. There's too much. There's too much access to me. 
There's yeah. too much access to me. There needs to be less Agreed. access. Agreed. <laughs> put, 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 I need yeah. access to you, though, so put me on your favorites. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. So- sounds great. Um, so there you go. Everything cycles back uh, to the way it used to be. So uh, anything else on the miscellaneous topics? No, Before sir. we get started? All righty. Final drive. You want to go first or you want to go second? I want to go second, Derek. Second. All right. I'll go first. The Mine's a quick one here, but uh, several episodes ago, you may remember that we uh, leveraged ChatGPT to make a yeah. little skit that was, uh, let's say, not Cringy. overly impressive. Um, right. But, uh, but not bad. Since that, since, not bad. Not bad. Uh, since that time, I, you know, AI has continued to become huge. And at work, we're like... You know, we're dedicated in focusing on ways that we can use it because you, you don't use it, you'll fall behind in the tech field at this point, right? And so, uh, this is just a quick shout out to any of the people out there that are kind of nerdy and into AI. Uh, yesterday, ChatGPT, the company that that uh, makes ChatGPT, which is called OpenAI, uh, they had a, they launched a, they had a keynote session at, at their like conference thing, and they announced a bunch of new features in in GPT four, that is their newest version of ChatGPT, and some of these features are like you're going to start seeing this more and more within the ai space like in and you won't even notice it within products you use on the internet and stuff but the big one that i that i saw was basically the ability to create like gpts they call them which is not that creative but it's like a custom bot so like if i'm like an enterprise customer where i have like the real like paid version of chat gpt i can go create a, like by just writing something i can go create a customized bot that is meant to do something. So like maybe it is gonna give me like uh, a post game article from a sports game and, and I give it like 10 documents. I upload 10 documents of other articles and like I want it to include a box score and I want it to do everything else. And like you just train it like by giving it stuff on what it's gonna give you. And then it becomes like a customized bot so that it just does that thing. Like that's what it's meant to do. And it will do that for you like when you at, when you give it the, the input. And so it's just like, that's going to become wild because now users, just anyone, can go in there and create a bot that's meant to do a certain thing without any knowledge of anything else. All they have to do is tell it, like, this is what I want you to do. And it does it. So, that's uh, very truly cool. AI. That's like yeah. creating a little human. That's like, yeah. I'm yeah. going to create a little, a little you robot. Give it a name. Do my little work. It generates a profile ah, picture for it. No, right? like, you, no. Yeah. It's so, not like a human that's face, terrible. but like, um, no, but- like an image, just a graphic, like, you know, that matches it. It's, it's impressive stuff, but it's, uh, it's worth watching because it's like, more and more of this is going to become in the legal field Dude, as far are. as what's allowed, what's not. You guys are going to be dealing with this very soon if you're not already. So We are hurtling uh, towards yeah. our own destruction, yeah. and I, I cannot <laughs> wait. Um, okay, so. my final drive is less depressing and less scary. All right. Um, depending on where you're from. Uh, I'm going to – my final drive is Charlotte versus Charleston. I visited both in the past two weekends for okay, weddings. Nice. So I got the little, like – wedding experience of each one like you see like the coolest things for one day and you then you like see the airport and you see the whatever um charlotte north carolina charleston south carolina i always get these confused and charlottesville virginia virginia right yep and there's charlotte's all over the world there's charleston's there's there's charlottesville's i'm sure but those are the three big ones but today i'm just doing charlotte north carolina and charleston south carolina yep of the two I liked Charlotte better. Okay, interesting. Charleston is great, but it seemed like a um, Charleston seemed like a like a like a rich kind of uppity New Orleans. 
You know, okay. still yep. very southern, like palm trees, kind of golfy looking. Um, but a lot of high end shops. Like there's like a big strip of um, kind of like Newberry Street type shops. Yep. You know, like a lot of like Lululemons and Marine Layer and Reformation and all these like high end stores. And then a lot of really good food and really expensive drinks, like good cocktails, but kind of, ve- it's very old, you know, really yeah. old. Uh, Tommy Osborne actually said he heard someone like Charleston, but you can like, you can feel the history there and it's not a good history. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's still, it's yeah. very, very like what you think Charleston, yeah. South Carolina would be. Yeah. Um, still beautiful town, had a good time, but. Charlotte is much more um, kind of what you think of like that mid-tier brewery city, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of young people. Bre- I think it has the most breweries per capita. It's like truly, we probably went to five or six breweries in one yeah. day. Um, it's also cool in that like the suburbs outside the town and they're right next to the town are kind of like Boston, you know, each little suburb mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. like its own little city. You know, you, you, you can hang out there your entire time and enjoy it or you can go to a different little suburb and enjoy it they've all got their own like mini city city center um so charlotte beats out charleston both are really cool um if you're picking between the two i would pick charlotte um but yeah now you know there you go charlotte wins the battle of the seas battle wins the battle of the 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 shows of the chars (laughs) of the chars of the chars Chars. yeah wow of the the charles charles c-h-r-l's yeah oh yeah <laughs> so a, cl- a classic battle um Classics. so there's not many uh, there's not many yeah there's yeah except so. charlottesville right 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 which um, is the is i don't have enough information so yeah right true, true. charlotte got, wins got the a, battle of the charles <laughs> perfect so so there you go uh put charlotte on your list of uh of places to visit so That'll do it for episode 176. Thank you again uh, to Sean for playing and winning uh, the first of the inaugural Beat the D contest. Uh, Thank you to Rob, Andrew, Sean, and Eric for all submitting questions that were great, as well as our other submitters that we'll get to next episode. Uh, And that's it. Uh, So I guess we'll see you next time. That's it for episode 176. And next time, it'll be, of course, 177. Later days. (laughs) 